What if your body was a gift and contribution to your life and not something that you've been stuck with? What if your body could change quickly and easily? Right Body for You will inspire you and show you a different way of creating the body and the life you truly desire. Now here's your host, Danielle. Hello, how is everybody today? Welcome to Right Body for You. I am your host and body tour guide, Danielle, um, which, you know, I in the – today is a great example of not asking questions when you set your day up. Um, you know, if you've heard the show at all or spoken to me at all or taken one of my classes or taken an access consciousness class on the first time you've heard of me – you know that questions are, I'm a fan. You know, I, like they, they make your life easier. And why I'm laughing about this is I'm in the middle of a telecall series um, called Myths About Bodies We Learn as Children. And it starts about 30 seconds after this show gets done. And then right after that, so the, the radio, the telecall gets done, I get to go host my niece's bridal shower. So, wow. Talk about not asking questions. This is a great example, um, but it'll be fun. And, you know, it's and it's interesting because I'm so grateful for my body um, because I know that at the end of the day, I'll be fine. It'll be an adventure. It'll be interesting. It'll be go, 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 go. But I also know that I'll be fine, and, and I know that because of my body, um, the contribution that it is. It's the one that's going on. Go, go, go. It's the one talking right now. It's the it's the one, well, you know, infinite being is with the words, but you have actual movement. And then while facilitating, I facilitate a lot with my body, the energy of my body and um it's 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 such a gift and such a contribution. And as hosting a bridal shower, as you guys know, it's a lot of fun and games and being on and cheery and isn't that exciting? And so my body does a lot of movement. And I know seven, eight years ago before I actually loved the contribution of my body and I had to do it all without my body, um, the end of the day would have been different. The end of the day is one of those where you, you're exhausted and you just can't do it anymore. And if I drank alcohol, I'd have to drink or just, you know, whatever it is. Um, so I'm so grateful for that. Um, so there's my little amused at myself moment. And, you know, and we also talk a lot about the not judgment. And please know, I'm not sitting there self fledgling or... Um, judging myself for it. I'm actually rather amused by it. Um, and so please take a look at that, you guys. Sometimes when this stuff occurs and look at the energy, if I sat there and went, oh my gosh, I'm such an idiot. I can't believe I didn't do this. I don't have time for anything today. Blah, 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 blah. Look at the energy surrounding just those few comments. Everything kind of goes, ah, oh, oof. 
and solidifies, and my body actually kind of feels tired. Your guys' bodies probably feel tired just me saying that. But if, so turn that around, and I'm, like, amused by it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, look how amazing is it that I did that so well. What a great example. And here, let me tell everybody who listens about what, you know, a great example of how not asking questions do they show up. Isn't that pretty funny? Blah, blah, blah. And so if you look at that, and my body actually feels better. And your guys' bodies are probably, you're probably laughing and chuckling a little bit um, because it's just kind of funny that way. So this is why we talk about judgment. And, you know, last, on the last week's show, we talked, I think it was last week's show, one of the shows before we talked about can judgment affect your body. And it's like, yeah, if you allow it. Um, so that today we are talking about Today we are talking about who's in charge, you or your DNA. We've heard it so many times. I'll get it because it's in my family. Is it truly inevitable or is there a way to change it? Okay. And uh, this is one of my favorite, favorite kind of toys to bat around with. You know, I've been... I have the vision of me as a cat, you know, batting around a little toy going, boop, 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 boop. And, and it's one of my favorite topics to kind of play with um, because DNA, whether it's on the scientific level or the theory level or even the, um, uh, what's that word? Plato, Socrates, philosophical level. I know, it's a good thing I don't talk for a living. I never need to know words. Whether it's on a philosophical level, it's really interesting um, what DNA is or what makes up your family or or how your body, if it's, if it's subject to it or if it's something, something else is possible. Um, you know, when I first started with the tools of Access Consciousness and Right Body for You, one of the very first things I did, I have to admit it, I did it kind of out of annoyance. Um, I don't know if anger is the right word, but it was just frustration. Um, but one of the first things I did was, and I do a lot of processing kind of from uh, not a point of view, not an expectation of this has to change, but kind of from the, huh, what the hell? If it works, it does. If it doesn't work, whatever. Um, which has actually given me a lot more of change and freedom coming from the place of, I have no point of view or care if this works, but I'm going to try it anyways because what the hell? What have I got to lose and I've got everything to change or gain, change, all of that. So one of the first things I did was I actually podpocked, which is the actual access consciousness verbal processing, um, which consists of a question, which brings up an energy. You say yes, that shows your willingness to let that go and change something. And then the exit verbal clearing statement, which is right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, on my shorts, boys, and beyond, which is short speak for a lot of other longer things. Um, basically, it just takes that wherever you made that decision, judgment, solid in your universe, Wherever, any lifetime, times you forgot, 
um, it takes it out of your universe so that it never was. They show up now differently. Um, the great thing about it is because it's all energy. All these life body for you and access consciousness tools work on the energetic level. Um, so you don't have to know what it means for it to work. So if you want to learn more, go to theclearingstatement.com. And it's all explained out there in beautiful detail. So, so here I am, kid in a candy shop, new tools, just in my first access consciousness class, uh, Bars Foundation in Level 1. And they said, oh, you, you can use these tools to change any area of your life. And once again, what went through my head was somebody going, oh, sorry, Donnie, sorry, Danielle. You have Carter fat genes. You didn't get the Johnson genes like we did. Yeah, you may have got the Johnson boobs. You have big boobs. And you got the Johnson thick ankles. But you got the Carter fat genes. You're made more out of Carter than Johnson. Johnson being my mother's maiden name, in case you guys hadn't figured that part out yet. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. You know, and I'm like, dude, you all are just now pissing me off. And so I thought, well, you know what? Hey, kid of the candy store, tools to change any area of your life. What if I could get rid of the Carter Patchy? What if that's not something I have to fight with? Okay. And so what's interesting about this, who's in charge, you or your DNA, is how much of how much of what occurs in our body is because of actual DNA encoding and how much what occurs in our body because we've aligned and agreed with it and said, yes, that's the way it is. Um, because, you know, I spent the majority of my life going, yes, I know it sucks. I got the Carter fat genes, right? Your point of view creates your reality. Reality does not create your point of view. So how much of my body did I actually start creating from the Carter fat genes? And then therefore, I have this place where I have to fight the Carter fat genes. And the only way to be able to fight the Carter fat genes is to actually create the Carter fat genes and therefore fight them and lose. <laughs> Anybody else have that going on in their family? You know, I hear this all the time. It's like, oh, well, that's my mother's side or that's my father's side. Um, I had this one gentleman who didn't want kids. And it's interesting because it's not just like, oh, scientifically proven stuff. I knew this gentleman who never wanted children because his grandfather, okay, see if you can follow this, his grandfather died when his father was nine and then his father died when he was nine and so he was convinced it was coded in that the father would die when the male child was nine years old so he refused to have children and what's really interesting and eerie is he didn't have children but nine years after that conversation he and I had, he died. So it's like, where was he already creating this? How much of our alignment and agreement and resistance reaction to these stories of our family 
are actually creating our bodies, okay? So everything that is, everything that brings up destroying our creative beliefs, right, wrong, good, bad, apocalypse, choice, boys, and beyond, okay? So, again, how much, how many people, you know, it's like, oh, I have the Smith nose, or I have the, the Daniel's bowel, I have, you know, so you have bowel problems, or you have a deviated septum, or you just, you look alike, um, because this is the way it is. This, I have this, and, and, and what's funny is the names we give to these things, like I have the Johnson boobs, or, you know, the Johnson thick ankles, and what's funny about that is I found out a couple of years ago that my great-grandfather was long sorted story, but found out he changed his name illegally, so we're not even Johnson's. Our genetic last name is Hilton. Hello? How can I have Carter thick ankles or Carter, or sorry, a Johnson thick ankles or Johnson boobs when I'm not even a Johnson? <laughs> what if it's more than just uh, the right name of the family that creates what we believe we cannot change? Everything that is, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate it, please? Right, wrong, good, bad, apocalypse, insurance, boys and beyond. Okay, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, oh, we have more of this stuff to talk about. Um, I have some fun things lined up, and there's a question in the chat room, so we will get to that. This is Danielle. You're listening to Right Body for You on AZN.FM, and we will be right back. What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body for You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body for You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. As a kid, I was told that all sugar is bad, and yet studies have shown that the brain functions on sugar. The more you think, the more sugar you require. Wow, what else is different than what we've believed? Hi, I'm Danielle, and I'd like to invite you to my special three-part teleseries, Myths About Bodies We Learned as Children, August 11th through the 13th. So much of what we are creating our bodies from are the points of view we were raised with. What if there was something different? What if we are not subject to our family's history? What if putting salt on those potatoes doesn't actually ruin us? During this unique series, we will use the tools of access consciousness to dispel the myths that we were trying to create our life and our bodies from, myths about bodies we learned as children. To register, please go to doniellecarter.accessconsciousness.com. That's D-O-N-N-I-E-L-L-E-C-A-R-T-E-R.accessconsciousness.com. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 
or Canada, 613-800-8763, or UK, 4433-0001-0625. You can Skype us at a zenfm or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to Danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back to Right Body for You. This is Danielle. I'm your host and your body tour guide. Um, and during the break, you heard the commercial for the teleseries that I mentioned earlier uh, that we are doing. We're in the middle of it. It's a, it's a, a unique, short, intensive three-day, boom, 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 yesterday, today, tomorrow, three-part teleseries of myths about bodies we learned as children. And I tell you what, those, that, just that first call, freaking insane. It was amazing. It, it was, it was intense. Um, you know, I, you know, in Access, we have this joke about cute but not very bright. I tell you what, this is the second series. The first series was a series I called, I did called, um, Your Body is Talking, Are You Listening? Six weeks on just communication with your body. And I thought, oh, that'll be a nice, easy series. It'll be fun. We'll get through, blah, blah, blah. It was a freaking intense series. Okay, so I did kind of did the same thing here. I'm like, oh, miss about bodies. We'll have fun. We'll just kind of laugh and giggle. And, and um, you know, we'll, we'll shift and we'll change some things. And holy, holy crap. I The energy on that call yesterday was massive was I you know at one point in time I actually asked everyone I'm like did I are you guys dead? did I kill you what's going on um because so much shit was coming up it was really really interesting the places that this went to about what life and our bodies would be like if we gave up some of these myths that we are creating our bodies from myths like um sugar's bad salt's bad or that you're subject to your DNA um, you know, so this is like some of the show today is just an example of, of some of what's going on with that call. And it's really, really, really interesting. Um, so you guys can, you know, still get on and kind of join us and have fun. So check it out on yellcarter.accessconsciousness.com. Um, one of the ladies in the chat room who um, is on the call, she said, Holy MF, I think you did kill me. It, it, it was intense, so. But in that good, intense way. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, that brings up Jordan and Create It. Right, wrong, good, bad, so fuck on night, George, boys, man. But uh, one of the, I'll let you guys know, one of the feedbacks I did get was, I've heard you say some of these things before, and for the first time, I had the space where I could choose something different. So, you know, and as a facilitator, that's one of the greatest compliments I can ever get is that it was the space to choose something different that, that was not possible for them before. Um, and so I'm just I'm just so grateful that they're willing to um, be vulnerable with that. So check it out if you want to join us. It's a freaking awesome series. We're having a good time. So back to DNA. Speaking of, you know, myths. We are the sum total of our DNA. Um, so before the break, oh, we were talking about, um, you know, how we call it by the different names and, you know, 
what even if that's not um you know i told you how my name got <laughs> my maternal line uh last name is even correct which i think is pretty funny um okay so let's also we can also look this at a scientific way which is the kind of the fun thing about dna is we can go at it as the theory the philosophical and also as the scientific um so let's look at it that way so okay a molecule, it's been proven, a molecule, when you look at it, it begins to change. You guys have seen and read those water crystal things about, um, you know, you think bad negative thoughts at a water crystal and it shows it. You think bad evil thoughts at a, or good thoughts at a water crystal and it is shiny and better, prettier patterns. Um, and it's been proven with plants, you know, that uh, you know, you talk bad and mean to it, that it, um, the, it withers. But if you talk nice to it, it does well. And, you know, they've also done that with dogs. And, you know, if you say horrible things to a dog in a nice tone, they still love you. Oh, you're so stupid. You're such a piece of shit. You're so stupid. And the dogs are like, okay, I love you too. I love you too. You know, it's the, it's the energy. So, the energy behind these things are also affect molecules, okay? So if you're looking at this, what is possible to change with your DNA just by looking at it, okay? And, it, you know, and it's interesting. And I read a couple of things about DNAs um, that... I like to I like to read a bunch of stuff before going on. Um so I have a lot of information. And so I was reading this one about uh DNA and how it's comprised of all these different elements and different ingredients. Um that it can actually create a duplicate of itself and basically it's the blueprint to um creating our bodies, right? Um and we get this information this genetic code we get this information from our parents and um back and forth and back and forth back and forth and that's why you know they have the recessive genes and all of a sudden you know what is it the um you can have somebody of african-american descent three or four generations back and then it's a recessive gene and you can pop up with um somebody who has a very very dark skin um, so, you know, for me, it's fun to play with this and look at this. It's like, okay, so, basically, and it was some, and another, re, another website called it a, a master recipe book. Kind of like, I kind of like this one. Um, and for me, and it's like, as we guys are playing with this and playing with energy, it's like, when something pops for you, it made me smile and it was kind of like, it made me chuckle. I'm like, oh, that's my way in. And what I mean by that's my way in is it's like, okay, there's the crack in the door to be able to shift and change these kind of things, okay? So if you feel like something is, like, boring, then maybe that's not the way to go in to change it, okay? So for me, when I read this master recipe book, I went, oh, everything kind of popped and got brighter. I'm like, okay, that's where the energy is. Let's go and change it from there. 
So, and it made me so it made me start thinking about these ingredients, these different ingredients, ingredients from my my mother, ingredients from my father, from you know my ancestors, whatever last name they were called. Um, I mean, okay. Besides the fact that there's a rumor in my family that on my mother's side, the my mother's mother, so the maternal side on my maternal side, that um, her my great grandmother on my mother's side was fresh off the boat of Scotland with the last name of Bruce, which, you know, is this, the rumor is we're descended from the great king of Scotland, Robert the Bruce, which, hey, you know what? That part works for me because then I go around and tell people, I'm like, well, that explains the red hair and the feeling that I should rule, <laughs> right? All right, for that brought up, just a joke, folks. Right, wrong, because I'm boys and beyond. So as I'm looking at these ingredients, whether it be royalty, whether it be a man running from the law. Yes, like I said, it's an interesting history on my my uh, fraternal mother's side, or my mother's fraternal side. Um, or whether it's the town drunk, or whether it's um, the class, or whether it's the brass, or, you know, it's like whatever it is, you have all of these different ingredients. And you know what? Which ingredients work for you? Or do any of the ingredients work for you? Because um, I find it really interesting because if you look at it with this ingredient, it's like, okay, my mother, my sisters, and I each have the exact same recipe for the family hot sauce and the family enchilada sauce, okay? I know we have no Spanish heritage, yet our family dinners were Mexican food. Which is pretty funny if you think of it. There, you know, very white bread living in white bread land with a red-headed daughter, and you're having Mexican food as the family dinners. We still do. Okay. So, point of view or DNA? So I'm telling you, all of our, all of our bodies love the hot food. My family so far, all of us loves the hot food with a few exceptions. And then what's funny is those few exceptions um, who don't like hot food, we look at them and go, are you sure you're related to us? So everywhere, we are making connections through our bodies. What our bodies are like or be like, how they're created or how they're destroyed as a familial obligation, as a way to keep that connection and prove the rightness or wrongness of choosing your family. Truth would be willing to destroy and create all that. Cool. Right, wrong, good, bad, talk on ice shorts, boys, and beyond. Okay. So, master recipe books. So, my my family has these recipes of this enchilada sauce, hot sauce, and that kind of stuff. So, two sisters, me, my mother, four of us. We make the hot sauce. We make the enchilada sauce at our individual home. Could be the same brand ingredients, everything, same measuring. It tastes different. It tastes completely different. And what's interesting is I can even go, oh, Michelle made that one, or Sean made that one, or my mom made that one, or I made that one. It's like, it's that much of a difference that we can actually taste who made who by the taste of the enchilada sauce and the hot sauce. So... If we can do that with food, and, you know, people always go, oh, the special ingredient is love, and it's like, 
it's it's of course it's different because you as an individual are different and you put different things into it. It's like, okay, cool. Well, why can't we do that with our DNA then too? We all have the same mother and father. And yes, things got mixed up, obviously, different eggs and sperm and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, I love how people start going instantly into uh, excuses. I know, but it was different eggs, different sperm, and this and that, whatever, and it was under a different moon, and or, you know, it was cooked longer, being the body, cooked longer, cooked less, or, you know, different influences. And so they immediately start going into these arguments and reason justification, why they turned out different, when at the base they're saying it should be all the same. And you read some of these things, and it, sometimes it sounds like we should be clones of one another. You know, somebody in the chat room was talking about her um, father and her brothers all have the same hands, just different sizes. And that's really interesting. First of all, I find it interesting to even notice that with hands. That's amazing. And how much of that is making that connection, that familial obligation, okay? So once again, everywhere you are making your body a familial obligation, and all the old and fealty promises commitments to, to have and uphold that obligation for time and eternity, truth is to be willing to destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, bad, <laughs> truth, bullies, and beyond. Okay, cool. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about something called junk DNA. Isn't that interesting, junk DNA? What if your I'm body heritage. could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body for You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body for You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on atizen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8763 or U.K. 4433-0001-0625. You can Skype us at atizen.fm. Or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. 
And welcome back to Right Body for You. This is Danielle. Um, I am your host. I am your body tour guide. Today kind of feels like down the rabbit hole. Come with me, Alice. Let's see what the is on the other side of the mirror today. Um, and mirror, mirror images, which is kind of funny as we were talking about that, um, being duplicates and clones and stuff before the break. Um, so one thing... Um, so as I was looking stuff up, I came upon something I hadn't actually heard of before, and it was really interesting. Um, I actually found a site that is arguing that DNA isn't real, okay? So what I find interesting is every time I do research for a show, research for a topic or anything like that, I can find the pro and con always. And I don't even have to look that far. Um, basically, I typed in what really is DNA. And on the first page, I got both pros and cons. Now, everywhere, we've already said, hey, you know what? DNA is just the way it is, plain and simple. We've been taught it. I learned it in school. Didn't you learn it in school? Yeah, so it's real and true. The only choice and the only possibility. Okay. So <clears throat> what if? what if it's not? You know, and this is what I love about access consciousness. It's, it's not about taking everything as real and true, the only choice and the, po- the only possibility, but asking questions about it, um, shining the light on, um, shining the light on these things, and the truth will hold up in light, and the lies will dissipate and shrink away. Um, which is a lot of what the myth, series, the myth about bodies tell us we're doing is all about. Um, so it's interesting. So it's, I've been reading this, um, how it's trying to debunk uh, DNA. And what's interesting is so they're going on about, you know, coding for proteins and amino acid sequences and, and all that kind of stuff. Um And then it goes on to say this. It says, there is, of course, still the 90% of DNA that does not code for proteins. We don't know what it does, if anything. So being not understood, scientists rather arrogantly term it junk DNA, leftover garbage from evolutionary dead ends and random viral infections. (laughs) Wow. Can you imagine that? It's kind of like when you put your, uh, you take your car apart and then you put it back together and you have leftover parts and you're like, well, it's functioning. Maybe I didn't need those spare parts, you know. And so we have this also what is called this junk DNA. And it's not even the site coining the phrase junk DNA. It's, um, it's, it's the, um, scientists have named this junk DNA. And so it's like, well, Wait a minute. I thought all of the DNA was our building blocks of our bodies and that we were subject to the bodies. My dad had heart disease, so I'm going to get heart disease, right? Um, well, my, my father had a deviated septum, so I'll have a deviated septum. Or, you know what? My mother had a problem with alcohol, so of course I'm going to have a problem with alcohol. Okay? So everywhere we bought, DNA is real and true the only choice and the only possibility. Truth, <coughs> excuse me, would you guys be willing to destroy and create all that? 
right, wrong, good, bad, from Paco, my insurance, boys, and beyond. And because, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there in DNA land when you get into it that is interesting, intriguing, unique, unexplainable, and explainable. Um, and, you know, and I, I refer back to that first segment where we talked about um, you can change the uh, molecule of something just by looking at it or thinking bad thoughts or positive thoughts. And for me, a lot of this verbal processing of access consciousness is doing just that um, because it's like I look at this kind of stuff and it's like, okay, so what else is possible then? If this isn't true as I thought it was, what else is possible then? Um so for me, this conversation and this verbal processing is shining a light on that and beginning to shift those molecules that we've made solid and actually allow our body to change or allow our body to um, actually give us the change we've been asking for. Um, and, you know, I've said it before, I do perceive the day when we are so in communion with our body and have no point of view about it that we could instantly change our shape, size, color, or location. And you know what? I'm excited for that day. As much as I love plane rides, I'm also ready for being able to just pop around and visit everybody. Okay. So in in this whole interesting world of DNA and, and unexplainable things and explainable things is you guys have heard of hermaphrodites, right? Both male and female. And of course, I know one. Like I said before, there's not much out in the world I don't actually know these people of, and I know in hermaphrodite. Um, and it was really interesting uh, to know him. I still know him. Um, I knew him as a guy when he was married. And then I knew him as he got divorced. I knew him as he uh, got prostate cancer. And then during the discovery of prostate cancer, I found out that they ha- he had an entire set of female organs um, which is one of the reasons he was sick his entire life because he was also having periods. Lucky man, right? Um, and then I knew him as a woman, and then I knew him back as a man. And But what's interesting is he himself never actually changed. He was brilliant. He was kind. He may have changed his name. Sometimes I called him he, she, she, he, he, you because I didn't know when or how to classify him. So what if it's not really about the titles? Um, what if it's not really about the definitions of our bodies, of who we be, how we be, our last name, or the people who came before us telling us from their bodies what our bodies have to be like? You know, that's an interesting concept. It's like, where have we given power to the people that came before us? The bodies that came before us determine what our bodies be now. Does it make you feel light, heavy, or no change? For me, it makes me feel like, no, no, no. I am creating my body. Who's creating your body? You or your ancestors? Whew. Everything that is, is right uncreated, please. Right, wrong, good, bad, apocalypse, my choice, boys, and beyond. And then as we look at these, you know, these master recipe books, and it's like, what if, there's more ingredients than we thought, just like this junk DNA that they were talking about, okay? So if you guys have ever heard about these things called chimeraism, it's really, really, really fascinating. Chimeraism is where um, more than one genetic sequence bonds. It actually happens a lot in animals. 
Um, if you've ever noticed, it's like um, one cat can look like it has three fathers. It did. Um, it happens in animals and plants a lot. And so why would we think it doesn't happen in human humanoids? It does. Um, there's been so many scientific tests on it and proof. And I've, I've, I saw this documentary, and it was really interesting. This, this woman, uh, men and wife were getting divorced. And the husband was like, I want proof that the kids are mine. So do I, I want a paternal, I want a test to prove that the kids are mine. And so they did this whole uh, genetic testing to prove that the kids were this gentleman. So the doctor comes in and says, well, I have good news and bad news. And he said, sir, the good news is the children are yours. And they're like, okay. And he, he, turned, to, he turned to the wife and said, well, the bad news is they're not yours. So the woman goes, excuse me? I gave birth to and the husband, even in the middle of the divorce proceedings, was like, I was there when they came out. I saw them come out. <laughs> what do you mean they're not hers? But the genetic code didn't match up. Um, and so they did all of these genetic testing, and they found out that the woman was a chimera. So her uterus and fun ingredients with the uterus, her female part, was a different egg. Um, so the only genetic coding that matched her children were in her uterus. And so that was where they were getting that coding from. So it's like, and yet some of them still, still kind of look like the mother. So isn't that interesting? Okay. And then, and, you know, and then a whole, everything chimerism brings up, <laughs> destroy and uncreate it, right? Because <laughs> I have a on my insurance boys and beyond. Okay. Um, so it really makes you wonder. It's like, well, how many sets of DNA can we pull from? And if we don't actually have to have a set of DNA to pull from, what if we could pull from anything? Okay? Because what's interesting as you look at this is adopted people. I dated this guy who was adopted. He looked a lot like his adoptive father. And he was adopted as a baby. Um, so he started getting input from his family, his adopted family, pretty early on in the development of his body. And he really looked like his dad. I mean, he had the hairline of other people, of, you know, whoever else was. But the shape of his face and even the shape of his fingers, which in, in, interestingly enough, um, they both played the violin. So he took after, he started playing the violin like his adoptive father. And so he actually had fingers that looked like his adopted father's, a father that allowed him to play the violin like his adoptive father any better. So it's interesting. So it's like, well, wait a minute. He didn't have that DNA, but he sure as shit created his body from it. Okay. And what if, you know, and it's things like, I have a gap in my front teeth, right? And what's funny about that is, you know, born to our parents, one parent, two parent, whatever it is, the um, longer story, but there's a gentleman that as I got older, like I said, long story, my mom and I think there's a possibility of him being my dad. And it would have been cool if he was my, would have been my dad. I would have liked that. Not that my dad's a bad guy. Not what I'm saying. Possibilities, right? 
So what's interesting is I have this gap between my two front teeth that looks like this gentleman. It doesn't even look like anybody else in my family. It looks like this gentleman who I didn't even meet till I was, I think, early 20s. Okay, He knew my mom way before. Um, and so, and that's interesting. Trust me, he was not my father. My mother didn't have some secret dalliance because she would have owned up to that one, trust me. And so it's like this gentleman that I didn't even meet, but energetically and infinite being-wise, I knew somewhere was a possibility and wouldn't that have been fun and we had this connection. Um, my front teeth kind of look like his. And what's interesting is the first time he saw a picture of me, he goes, she's mine. To which my mother goes, no, she's not. He goes, well, I know she's not, but she should be. And so it's interesting that I even have the things that look like him. So really what else is possible with DNA? So truth, everywhere we have defined our body by the limits of our DNA as the only ingredients available to us, true, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate all that? Whew, cool. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all my choice, boys, and beyond. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, I would love to say we're going to wrap this up, but this could go on and on and on and on. Um, so we're just going to talk about it a little bit more. The last segment always seems to go in the blink of an eye, um, which, you know, hey, eye color, right? Which is, that's another funny one. My eyes tend to change. Sorry. Some people's eyes tend to change color. My hair tends to change color. Um, people ask me all the time, it's like, oh, did you dye your hair red or did you dye your hair blonde or, you know, oh, it's dark or what? And it's like, I am yeah, my hair changes color. Why is it okay for eyes to change color but not hair? Really, what's the difference, point of view or DNA? All right, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to see if we can wrap this up, which I know we can't. So this is Danielle. This is Ray Buddy for you. We're on AtoZen.fm, and we'll be right back. What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body for You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body for You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. 
I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8763 or U.K. 4433-0001-0625. You can Skype us at a zenfm or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to Danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back to the one one back welcome back to Wonderland, you know. We were talking earlier about the kind of being like going down the rabbit hole. You know it's funny, I've never actually read Alice in Wonderland. Of all the things I've read, the fancy, the fairy tales, the I would say the um textbooks that I've read on like bodies and stuff, but those might be fantasy and fantasy and fairy tales also. Um, I've never read Alice in Wonderland, which I, I find kind of funny. I've never even seen the movie, any of them. All right, so today we have kind of gone down the rabbit hole with this DNA thing. You know, we started off talking with a molecule changes when you look at it. So we spent this hour looking at it, looking at DNA, looking at... Um, what is possible with it and what else is what is not possible with it to which i say i don't know anything that's not possible with it um it's it's interesting that with with some of the stuff it's like we have an oath to turn a blind eye on something that doesn't make sense or that threatens um the status quo okay um, because like I said, every time I do research, I find the pro and the con, no matter what it is, no matter what side I'm looking for, there's the pro and the con, um, which for me, I'm looking for both sides. I guess that's why I find it. But for me, that's why that's about asking the question. It's not coming to the conclusion of the rightness or the wrongness of it. Um, so, you know, and we talked about junk DNA, hermaphrodites, chimera, it's been quite the show. So the tool, one of the tools I would really like to give you to help you start to shift and change things and not be beholden to your DNA is to be grateful for them, okay? Uh, be grateful. Say, hey, you know what? I asked for this genetic material. Um, what's right about this I'm not getting, and I'm so grateful for it. And what else is possible? Um, what if the body you're creating is not the problem? <laughs> you are. <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking. That needs to be the name of my next book. The body's not the problem. You are, which is a play play on the money isn't the problem. You are. Um, but be grateful for it because you don't want to change it or process it from anger, frustration, or attitude. Um, because all you're doing in the anger, frustration, or attitude or rage is solidifying it. Um, you're solidifying your resistance and reaction to it. And to solidify your resistance to it, you actually have to solidify the existence of it in general so you can resist it. Um, so if you pl- if you will be grateful for it, um, you can actually start shifting and changing this quite dynamically. So what if that genetic trait in your body is changeable and it's changeable by being grateful for it? and not taking it as the only choice, the only possibility, okay? Something that is doesn't allow you to even perceive that as a possibility, destroy it and create it, please. Right, wrong, good, bad, will pocket, nine, choice, boys and yes. 
And everywhere you are creating your body out of familial obligations, please destroy and uncreate that. Right, wrong, good, bad, apocalypse, my shorts, boys, and beyond. Cool. All right. Um, so if you want to join the myths series, myths about bodies, this is kind of some of the stuff we're talking about and the places we're going. It's very interesting. Um, check it out, danielcarter.accessconsciousness.com. And check out the new rightbodyforyou.com website. Um, we spent some time fixing that up. It's still on the transitionary page. But you know what? Go check it out. It's kind of fun. I have some great past articles on there, and we're just kind of revamping that. That's rightbodyforyou.com. And if you have any questions, if there's any area uh, that you would like the show and me to explore about bodies, please do feel free to let us know. Email me, Danielle at accessconsciousness.com, D-O-N-N-I-E-L-L-E, or check out the Facebook site, um, Right Body For You radio show. Um, check it out. You can add suggestions in there, too. Um, you can do ahas. You can do questions, whatever whatever is, whatever is, you like. Um, please feel free to make use of that page. Um, and be grateful for your body, you guys. Um, it's not... What if your body is not the weak point to your existence? What if your body is actually capable of so much more? And what if you are actually capable of so much more? And what if your body is one of the greatest tools that you have more that you haven't acknowledged or used yet? Um, you know, I did a process loop um, to go with the myth series as a birthday gift for me, uh, longer story. And one of them is like, um, what gift of your body, the process was, what gift of your body have you not yet opened and refused to? Everything that is, would you be willing to strain and create it, please? Right, wrong, good, bad, for pop, my shorts, boys, and beyond. Okay, I'm going to sign off now. And then, you know, I'm going to go do the teleseries. Um, so those of you who are joining us, please do. And, you know what, guys, make it a happy week. Make it a fun week. Enjoy your body because it's enjoying you. And be back next week because you know what? I will be. Bye, everyone. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Right Body for You. Danielle will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on A to Zen.fm. We hope you and your body will join us.